Hello, and thank you for listening to this life-changing message from River of Life. If you enjoy this message, we invite you to check out River of Life live this Sunday at 10.30 a.m. in Crawfordville. Visit riveroflifefl.com for service times and directions. That's riveroflifefl.com. Now, let's join Senior Pastor Henry Jones as he teaches from the Word of God. Actually, it wasn't this church. It was another church I was pastoring. He came to the church and said, I want to join the church. And I said, well, that's great. But I said, uh, I thought you were a member of another church. And he said, I was. He said, but I don't want to be a member of that church anymore. Well, I figured that maybe he was mad or upset or something had bothered him. And so I wanted to dig in just a little bit. And I said, well, I'd like to know why you want to leave your other church and come to our church. And he said, one Sunday, it crossed my mind that we'd gone all the way through the service and I'd never heard the name Jesus. And he said, then I started getting my bulletin out every Sunday, and I decided I would make a note every time the name Jesus was used in the service. He said, we went six weeks and the name Jesus was never used in our church. He said, I can't stay in that church. I want to tell you, aren't you glad to be in a church that holds the name of Jesus high? And we never get tired of saying that holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to share a testimony with you in just a moment. But right now I wonder, because the Bible says, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. And I want to tell you, he has been lifted up. He has been lifted up. What a beautiful name. The invitation is this, and that is, if you would like to join this church, if you've never joined the church, and you need to join the church, and the Holy Spirit's leading you to join the church, then this morning, I want to give you an opportunity before I share with you in, in just a moment. I want to give you an opportunity to join this church. You can come as a Christian saying, I know that I know that I know that I'm saved. I know Jesus is Lord and Savior. I've been baptized. And I want to join the church and be a member here. And we will welcome you in. It could be that maybe you have not received Christ. Maybe you have not been baptized and you want to come through salvation and baptism. That's okay also. But right now, if there's somebody here and you'd like to join the church, then I want to give you an opportunity to do that right now. Is the Spirit of the Lord drawing you? Is the Spirit of the Lord letting you know this is the place where He wants you to worship? Hold on, I can't hear you. I don't hear real well. What if you... I like this. What if you can't remember... If you've joined the church or not, because you've been coming here so long. Come on. Come on. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Amen. Okay, we'll change the invitation just a little bit. Is there anybody who's been attending here so long you can't remember whether you're a member or not? 
And so you want to come join the church. Uh, uh, anybody else? Stay with me here just for a second. Anybody else? Praise. Don't feel bad. No. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on. Come on, praise the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord. You think I am, but you I'm think, not. You can't remember, so I told her I'd well, come up with her. <laughs> you think you are, huh? Or, she came up with me, uh, but uh, I, okay. I know I'm a child of God. Well, I, I know I'm a child of God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Where's George? I want to make sure he sees me. Where's George? George, <laughs> wave at us wherever you are. He usually sits over here somewhere. George! You see him? All right. Alright, you come up here and, you come up here and stand by her, George. George, have you been giving her a hard time? I sure have. <laughs> Someone else. Let me tell you, we are a family. And families are not always formal. Are you with me? Sometimes we just let God move. And we enjoy it. All right. This is probably not the last opportunity you'll have today to join this church. But I'm, giving, I'm extending it. Anybody else who needs to come and say, Today I want to join. I want to join by uh, just uh, identifying with the church as a child of God. Or I want to be saved and trust Christ as my Lord and Savior. Alright, tell us who you are. I'm Candace Hunter. And I'm Curtis's... Mother and Catherine's mother-in-law, proudly. All right, all right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Also and a very hard worker. A hard worker, <laughs> and you worked all during vacation Bible school. You and know, I loved it. You know the, the Lord is your personal Savior? Yes. And you've been baptized? Years ago, yes. Years ago, okay. It, that still holds up. Somebody told me one time, <laughs> somebody told me one time, they said, I need to be baptized again. I said, well, why? And they said, well, I understand it better now than I did then. And I said, well, in that case, I'd need to be baptized about twice a year. So, uh, but, but you, don't, you don't have to be. Tell us who you are. Lori Love. Lori. And uh, you have been attending this church for a long time. We met many years ago. And, and uh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know the Lord is your personal Savior. Oh, yeah. And you've been baptized. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, we know officially for sure <laughs> that you are a member of this church. We, you are, we've got it now. I'm Beverly Simons, and I was baptized here. Here? Didn't we do it? We did it at the lake, didn't we? No, we did it. Well, here. we did it here in the baptistry, okay. But, I was at the lake. but does but, that mean I'm a member of? The I don't church? know. What do you think? <laughs> I think I'm a member. Of you think? God. Okay, she's a me- <laughs> she, she's a member of the family of faith, yeah. and now officially a member of River of Life, and you're coming to stand with her I here. All right, would you join me? Now, here's what I want you to do is I want the three of you to make sure at the end of the service you come back down because we want to make sure we get paperwork on you and we, I mean, you are in uh, the computer. All right, so so now we know God has that record, but we want to make sure. And um, But would you join me as a church to just say welcome and praise the Lord for this stand of faith here today. <laughs> And I'm going to pray a quick prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for that name which is above every name. 
that name before which all of heaven and earth one day will bow. But Lord, we're not choosing to wait till that day. We bow now. We, we praise that wonderful name now. We lift that name up now. And thank you, Lord, that uh, the Spirit of the Lord is still moving in the hearts of men, women, boys, and girls. And thank you, Lord, that you've spoken to these to identify, to take a stand with us, to be a part of this yes. fellowship. And Lord, help us to bless them and them to bless us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, you may go back to your seats, and, and I want you all to come back up in just a few moments. I woke up this morning, as I do every Sunday morning and a good while before daylight, and uh, I opened my notes and started reviewing the notes for my message today, uh, entitled God's Will for My Life. And as I read over my notes, and by the way, it's a wonderful sermon, and I'm really looking forward to preaching it one day. (laughs) But something was wrong. Something didn't feel right. Have you ever had that feeling? Something just didn't feel right. And, and I read over my notes, and I love the scriptures. I mean, one of the things I have, um, uh, uh, part of the message is about pleasing God, and seven different passages of scripture tell us how to please God. And I'm really, I'm serious, I'm really looking forward to preaching this message, but this morning, it just didn't feel right. And so I closed my notes and started praying and grabbed a cup of coffee and decided to walk outside about daybreak, which I do sometimes on Sunday morning. And I was just walking and praying, and uh, it was enjoyable, but something just didn't feel right. And... And I kept praying, and I thought, okay, I'll have a breakthrough here in a moment. But it just didn't feel right. Now, I want to share this with you, because it's important that you hear this. I'm going to talk a lot about feelings this morning. But you should never base your salvation or your relationship with God on feelings. It should be based on faith and the Word of God. But that doesn't change the fact that feelings are very important. And God will use your feelings to communicate with you at times. And it just didn't feel right. I walked, I prayed, but I couldn't get rid of this this feeling that something was just not right. Something was missing. And then... After a while of praying, I, was, I, I at least could identify the feeling. 
And it's a feeling that I bet you've had at one time or another in your life. I've had it on several occasions. But I felt like God was a million miles away from me. I didn't feel a heaviness. I didn't feel a burden. I, I didn't feel sick. I didn't feel like anything was wrong in the natural. But I felt like God was a million miles away from me. And friends, that's not a good feeling. If you've ever known, it's not a good feeling. If you've ever known the sweet, holy, powerful presence of God, and you felt it, and you've known it was there, you know when it is not there. And I just felt like God was a million miles away from me. And that's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling if you know you've got to stand in front of a church and preach in a couple of hours and you feel like God's a million miles away. If you've got to get on the stage and sing or play or, or teach and you feel like God's a million miles away, that doesn't feel good. And after a while, I started getting desperate. I was thinking about calling in sick. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I looked at uh, the clock, but at 7 o'clock, I noticed it was 7 o'clock this morning. I decided to do what I've always done in this situation is start taking inventory personally, evaluating my own heart and life. I started repenting of everything I could think to repent of. The feeling didn't go away. The feeling that something wasn't quite right. And uh, so then, 7 o'clock, a few minutes after 7, I did something that I've done many, many, many times during my Christian life. I said, okay, Lord, I don't know what to do. And by this time, I want to tell you, I have forgotten completely about you guys and preaching. That was off the radar completely. I said, Lord, I'm going to renew my faith this morning. I'm going to rededicate my life. I'm going to pledge myself. I know I've done this in the past. And by the way, Bob's song was so appropriate because we get halfway through things and we don't finish them. And, and, and as the, the song says, prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it prone to leave the God I love. We're good at making commitments, not all that good at keeping them, most of us anyway. And, and, and I've done this many times, but I just renewed my faith. I rededicated my life. I made a new commitment to the Lord at 7 o'clock this morning. I know you'll rejoice with me. Your pastor made a brand new commitment to the Lord. And the moment I did, I started feeling the presence of God again. I started sensing His presence. I started hearing 
his voice. And and one of the things that I was concerned about is, Lord, why am I going through this this morning? And I'm really, I'm serious, I'm panicking at this point. Because I'm not ready to preach the message I was scheduled to preach this morning. Now I've I've renewed my faith, I've rededicated my life, and and now I feel the presence of the Lord. What what now? And, And so I was asking the Lord, Lord, what is this all about? And I felt the Lord say a number of things to me that I wrote down. The first was this. I felt like the Lord said to me, your level of commitment is not sufficient for the work ahead. One more time. I felt like God was saying to me, your level of commitment is not sufficient for the work ahead. The work I've got for you and the work I've got for the church and what I want to do, your level of commitment at this point is not sufficient. And so I began to understand the renewal and the rededication. The second thing I felt like the Lord said to me, the things I want to accomplish through you are not possible unless you are willing to make some changes. We've heard many times, haven't we? I I think we've almost worn this out, that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Now listen, I love you guys. And I love this church. And I've made this statement many times. This is the church I've always wanted to pastor. And these are great days to be serving the Lord. I love our worship. I love our orchestra. I love Bob. Oh, that was so good this morning. Praise the Lord. This is exciting, but I'm not satisfied. I want to see what God can do. I, I want to see what the Lord can accomplish through me and through you. And if that requires making some changes, then let's do it. But let's not keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. I don't want to be guilty of insanity. I felt like the Lord was saying to me, it's time for change. It's time for renewal and rededication. It's time for revival. It's time for us to see a mighty move of God. It's time... Now is the time. Tomorrow will never get here. Now is the time. It's time for a pastor and a people to see what God can do. The psalmist said, come behold the works of the Lord. I think it's time for us to see the works of God. But that will require some changes. That will require some changes on our part. And, and that's, what, that's what we need to do. Would you agree with me that God wants us to always be changing, always be growing, always be advancing? 
He doesn't want us to get stuck and stale in one place. It requires some change. We have to present ourselves to the Lord. We have to be like a soldier saying to his commander, reporting for duty. I'm here, Lord, I'm ready. Reporting for duty. That's what Paul was talking about when he wrote to the Roman church. He said in the 12th chapter, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Be transformed by the renewing of your minds. <clears throat> I was scrambling this morning, but I, I, the Lord put that scripture on my heart. I looked it up. Do you know what it means, the renewing of your minds? It means you change your mind. It means you don't think like the world thinks anymore. It means a complete change of mind. It means a complete renewal. It means a complete renovation. A complete change. Listen one more time and I'll finish the verse this time. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. <clears throat> you see, this is not about seeing the perfect will of God. This is about a people of God proving that perfect and acceptable will of God. That good and perfect and acceptable will of God. And friends, if we have any chance at all in this church of seeing the good and perfect will of God, what God wants to do, then that means we have to present ourselves. We have to present ourselves to the Lord a living sacrifice. We, we have to present ourselves to Him. We have to change our minds, not think like the world and start thinking like God wants us to think. Let the Word of God, the truth of God, the Holy Spirit permeate our minds and start thinking like God wants us to think. Present ourselves to the Lord. Then, then we begin to see what God can do. There's something else the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart about this morning. <clears throat> and I wrote these down because, and I do recommend this to you, when, when you really feel like you're getting a word from the Lord, <clears throat> write it down. Don't let the devil, devil steal it from you. I felt like the Lord said, if we keep doing business as usual here at River of Life, the church will keep growing. If we keep doing business as usual here at River of Life, the church will keep growing, but modestly. And it will be man-sized growth. But if we want to see what God can do, then we have to change. We have to get in the mode of changing. Not thinking like the world. Thinking like God wants us to think. Being renewed, refreshed in our minds. Now, you may be thinking, 
Well, pastor, what has to change? Us. That's what has to change. I don't think this is so much a, a physical change that our, our program change where we change everything around. But I think it's us. It's our hearts. The renewal of our lives. The, the power of God on us. Now, you may be asking, what does that change look like? I don't have a clue. I don't. And it's not just because this has only been on my heart a couple of hours right now. I, I, don't, I don't know that God advertises that change. I just think it's a people willing to go with God. Step out on faith. Do things they've never done before. Trust God when nobody else is trusting God. I get excited when the Holy Spirit leads us to do something. By, by the way, friends, when the Holy Spirit leads you to do something, it's always what? Holy. When the Holy Spirit leads you to do something, it's always holy. I think we need to get some holy activity going in in this church where the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to us and we start doing things that are holy. Whatever that is. And I'm not trying to... I, I, if the Holy Spirit leads you to go over and speak to somebody this morning and you do that, that's holy. That's holy. Hold on just a minute. We've become a people of compromise. Okay. All right. We can't compromise. It's his way or the world's way. There is no compromise. I agree. All right. All right. By the way, I, I like the way she did that. Because I thought she might be getting ready to do something crazy. So if you've got something you want to say to the congregation, come share it with me. And, and if it bears witness with me and leadership in the church, you, you know, the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophets, right? That's what the scripture says. You know what she just said? We're compromising. Is that possible? That the church is making little compromises all the time? That we're compromising? That we look as much like the world as the world looks like the world? We're compromising. I, I think that's a good... It, it, are you compromising? I'm asking you. Now... I know some of you may be thinking, by the way, visitors, uh, come back next week. We'll have a real sermon. <laughs> Here's what I know. This is what I know. I know this morning God spoke to my heart and told me that it was time for change. He told me it was time for change. It's time for me to take it to the next level. That the level of my commitment was not sufficient for the work ahead that he wants to do in this church. I know God told me it was time for a change. And I at least entertained the idea that God might not just be speaking to me. He might want to speak through me and ask you in your life, is it time for change?
Is it time for you to make some changes? Is it possible that many of us are waiting for God to do something when all the while God's waiting for us to do something? I'm just asking you. I'm asking you. Could it be possible that God's been ready for revival a long time? That He's been ready to do something in this county that will turn it upside down for a long time? That the idea is not us waiting for a fresh wind of God to blow, but for us to say, God, I'm ready. I'm ready for change. I'm ready to do whatever You want to do in my life. I'm ready, Lord, to renew my faith. And rededicate my life. I'm ready, Lord. You see, friends, what I'm asking you to do right now is something I did at 7 o'clock this morning. I'm asking you to renew your faith and rededicate your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. And by the way, if you've got sin in your life, repent of that sin. But don't just stop with repentance. Don't just stop with repentance. Sometimes people repent and they stop there. Don't just stop with repentance. Go ahead and renew your faith. Rededicate your life. Make an all-out commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's, that's what I'm asking you, you to do. Now, you may, you may say, well, Pastor, I, I don't think I need to renew my faith. I don't think I need to rededicate my life. That's okay. In fact, you may have done it yesterday, you may have done it last week, and if that's the way you feel, that's okay. In fact, it's better than okay. That's shouting ground. And I, I believe that with all my heart. But here's what I know. I know this morning, I personally needed to rededicate my life to the Lord. Because I felt like God. I did it before I even knew why I was doing it. But then the Lord said, what I've got in store is going to take a deeper commitment. And I'm just asking you this morning, are you ready? Are you ready for change? Are you ready to be sold out? Are you ready to be fully committed? Are, are, are you ready to see what God can do? Are, are you ready to see? Are you ready to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Are you ready? Would you bow with me in prayer, please? Thank you again for listening to this life-changing message from River of Life. If this message has touched you today, or you need someone to pray with you, then please let us know. You can call us at 850-926-1200 or send an email to info at riveroflifefl.com. We also encourage you to visit River of Life this Sunday at 1030 a.m. in Crawfordville. For more information, visit us at riveroflifefl.com.